Blog Talk Radio. Live of the Sports Attic. What's going on? I finally got the one and only Alfred Ferdinand Larcher to show up over here tonight. No, 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 no. He wasn't. He was unavailable. I'm. Uh, I'm his replacement until the contracts gets worked out. I'm. Uh, I'm LL. L L L L L L L. Well, Al, welcome to the Sports Attic, buddy. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Very uh, a little warm in the uh, the basement, but uh, you got you got a nice fan going. So, okay, well I'm, I'm glad to have you here. Absolutely, uh, I am more than pumped about what's going on tonight, buddy. Yeah, the Chicago Bears are going to be taking on the Washington Redskins in our nation's capital, and uh, the Bears offense. This could be the night. This could be the night we see the magic. This could be the night that. Uh, the Bears are finally unleashed to the world as the offensive uh, juggernaut that they're not. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I'm just telling you, I think that it's, it's phenomenal what is going on with the Chicago Bears. Well, by phenomenal. What, what is phenomenal about the Bears right now, Clark? Well, they have a chance. They have a chance to, uh, they have a chance to, uh, to show who they are. This could be the game like against Tampa Bay last year. Mitch, Mitch is coming out. Mitch is coming out game is what it could be. It could be. I mean, all the, uh, the lights are lining up for that. You have an uh, old cornerback, an old slow cornerback, uh, Norman, who's not what he once was, covering uh, El, uh, uh, Robinson, Allen Robinson, right. who's been uh, dynamic, the most dynamic part of the Bears offense thus far. And uh, he projects well as far as uh, – you know, DK showdown. I'm doing a little DraftKings showdown later today. I have Ellen Robinson in uh, most of my teams. Uh, and uh, last time the Bears were in a showdown was against the Green Bay Packers. And the highest scoring player, the the captain you wanted on your team was Allen Robinson. So I'm hoping he has a repeat performance tonight. Uh, I could see him going easily for over 100 yards and a touchdown. And uh, that's something the Bears are going to need. They're projected at three touchdowns in this game. So about 21 points. Uh, most experts have it about twenty-one seventeen. Um, you gonna fit? You, you gonna fiddle with that all show, or just for a minute here, just for another minute maybe? Well, this is very compelling. This is why we have the camera, so people can see you jerking around on the uh, wires over there. Yeah. Does everything sound okay? Uh, now this is the reason Al won't be on the camera because he he refuses uh, to put up with this crap. When uh, simply, he, you know, he likes doing a, a show where he could talk into a microphone and uh, that's all you got to worry about. Not this, not this whole uh, dog and pony show here. So whenever he comes around, uh, you know, I, he did say, he did say he'll appear, appear on camera in the attic, uh, but not, not down here in the basement. So oh, I don't, I will be filling in uh, until he gets back. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, hang on here. Let me, uh, let me try that one out for a second. We're going to switch the mics. That's how good it's going here. I'm so sorry. What was your name again, sir? LL. 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 Oh, my gosh. This is going swimmingly. The first episode from the basement is just technically correct. Well, the, uh, the, the, the people tune again for all the big Monday night pregame show, because hundreds of people, maybe thousands, are watching on Facebook Live right now to see this program uh, play out uh, so they could get all their uh, pregame uh, hype ready to go. But instead, what, what we have is uh, Mike play, uh, yeah. Clark playing with microphones. Pretty much. I mean, that, that's where that's – where... That's all that's uh, really needed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, hey, there. I, I appear to be somewhat back, Al. So uh, are you gonna have to stand like that the whole show? The show? It's, uh, like, well, that was all part of the plan here. So far, this is going swimmingly. It is. It well, is. I mean, well, you do own a pool, so. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, hey, you know what the comments are all about? What's that? 
the comments are Al's mic isn't working. Uh-huh. See, uh-huh. these people know. They want to hear what I am saying. They want to get the information. He sounds like a peanut character, a character from Peanuts. Like one of the adults, I would gather. Okay. Yep. Oh. I, you sound fine now. Well, good. Now they, they should. Do you know what's great about shows? Like show. The best of shows are always when – whoa, I see you're taking it back to Uncle Terry there. That yeah. makes sense. Throwback. The best shows are always when uh, – are always when uh, you talk about technical stuff. Right, right. Let me grab when, Before uh, – watching you, uh, you screw around with the technical stuff. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. I may have to take these headphones off because I, you know what I am because I, I it just keeps keep, going in and out. Oh, it keeps going in and out. Yeah. And this whole thing's a disaster. Thank God Al did not show up because he would be bitching up a storm right now if Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the third was here to uh, uh, put up with this. This is why I was sent to to cover because you know things like this happen. Well, if you want to talk with us, give us a call. Call us here uh, at, at the Sports Addict. Uh, we will have this stuff is going to be completely worked out. In just a few minutes. You, you know what happened this week, Clark? What was that? Al got banned from Saturday Night Live. What? Yeah, Chewy called and uh, made some complaints, and now they won't even look at him for casting. You're not allowed to be on Saturday Night, Night Live? I'm not. It's officially, oh I mean, God. Al's not. It's officially, uh, it's officially over. Um, good DraftKings uh, week this week. Not good because I didn't really win anything. I just didn't lose anything. Uh, my tournament play was a little above average. It was a week where if you didn't have the the superstars who went off, um, there were so many of them. There were so many guys putting up the 30, 40 points that uh, it it made it difficult to get the right combination. Uh, My cash game lineup did okay, though, so that was good. I had uh, Delvin Cook and uh, Carson really sank me. That that was the problem. I went 40% on Chris Carson. This guy fumbles three weeks in a row. You don't hear about running backs uh, fumbling anymore, but Chris Carson, no. This guy fumbles. Uh, before the game, it was noted uh, that Penny, his backup, would be out. So the the thought of him splitting time was gone, so Carson was this great value. But for the uh, second week in a row, he lost a fumble, and they, they benched his ass, and uh, my, my week wasn't as profitable as it could be. It broke even, which means if Carson would have went off at 40% ownership, it would have been a great week. So, you know, one yeah. misplay really could hurt you. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I understand. I think I think we might have it figured out. Good. Good. Uh yeah, DraftKings, Al. Um I I caught part of what you were saying there pretty much. Why don't you put your feet over the court as much as we need here? Is that good for you? All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. This has been we figured it out by Clark and Al. Wait, got, you're not Al. I got Al. How, how do I refer to you from here? You can refer to me as Al. Okay. All right. Well, we should probably let let the listeners know and, and those watching on Facebook Live right now that we're going to be a, a tight show tonight. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a tight. popcorn fart. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I did. There were a couple of deals. Uh, as we know, Dan Bernstein uh, made the deal happen. He uh, he uh, you needed a cameo from a celebrity. Right. We said a celebrity last week. Yep. Alan, you made a bet that he would appear on camera. You weren't here. Why'd you say we? The, the proverbial we, okay. Clark. I right. represent Al. We made a deal that if you got if you paid for a cameo and you got some celebrity to to do it, I would appear on camera. Uh huh. Well, you get Dan Bernstein, who by by any means is not a, exactly a celebrity. Well, hang on a minute. He's on cameo. You have to be a celebrity to be on cameo. I've I've looked into this. I'm trying to get my own. You have so to get. You have out. so many uh, Instagram followers. Okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah. How so many? great. He's he's an Instagram star. Oh, well, part of what Dan Bernstein did. <laughs> that, uh, you, would be, uh, you would be there. You, 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 would, you would have a white claw waiting for you. So. But there, then there I, Chicago sports beat writer, uh, star of the Chicago Bulls dynasty in the press, Mr. Terry Bores. How, how is he any more... Any more of a celebrity than Dan Bernstein? He's published books. He's a pu- he's a published author. Uh, Dan Dan is a is a national. He's been a national voice. I've seen him uh, on on multiple news stations. Cherry Bors was national as well, and he also was the head columnist for the Chicago Bulls dynasty in the Jordan era. Dan Bernstein was co-host of the longest running uh, sports uh, show. Thanks in the to his partner. Of Chicago. Terry Bors. 
Terry Morris. Uh, Always. Yeah. I love Terry. Oh, yeah. Dan, Dan Bush. Pedophilia for, uh, for four months Man, straight. That, that turned you off the show. Yeah. It, it, was, it was too much. Too much. Yeah. Like, I, I'm with him. I agree with him. I and don't, I'm not a fan of pedophilia. Right. I know. I know. It, it, it's, it's horrible. But when you dedicate yourself to it and you're not Chris Hansen, it's, uh, it gets a little repetitive. And, you know, if everybody agrees something is terrible, sitting around and talking about how terrible it is for four months gets a little uh, daunting. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean. But needless to say, all, all of it was said. And if you want to talk Bears tonight, uh, what do you think is going to happen if you want to talk about your daily fantasy week? Al, you talk about your, uh, your fantasy football week in general. 28-10, my prediction for tonight. Chicago Bears win. Wow, I like that prediction. Um, I'm going to go with uh, with 24 to 8. That's my Chicago Bears prediction. You think they're going to get a two point conversion? I am. I do. I believe they will. Um, Al, my daily fantasy. I did not have much time to put into into uh, my daily fantasy this this week. Um, yet again, as I told you last week, but I did make and it. Thank you, John Brand, for sta- sta- standing up. And letting people know my mic wasn't working. Otherwise, this show would have been an absolute disaster from the from the get go to the end. Hopefully, it still works. Now, now go on about your. Uh, oh, he can't hear Clark now. Oh, now now they can't hear me. Well, good. Now you're not missing anything. That's fine. I don't even understand. I don't even understand how that's possible. That is that's unreal. All right, yeah. We'll give this thing a go, and we'll we'll see how it works. Um, I guess that you're going to be able to be heard throughout this show. Good. Which will be nice. What do we have to Do we need a hot potato? I have no idea how this is going to work. I don't either. Uh, I don't know how this will work. I guess that we'll share a microphone. So, Clark, uh, you It was a good fantasy week for me. Now I know you. You you set some records, and you're very proud of it. But I I had a much better week. Well, in my year long in my year long fantasy, uh, I am currently uh, currently I am uh, I have 204 points, with the possibility of some more points from Allen Robinson tonight, and I could win this game by over 100 points. In your league, I put up two. Three point four five points. A league. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, as commissioner of that league, which you are, I would expect some kind of uh, award or maybe a plaque or at least a mention on the website. You know, um, maybe a posting with uh, you congratulating me uh, because I mean it's historic. You don't you don't get weeks like that. And the fact that I, in year long, was able to, to uh, manage that really deserves a little something. In year long, I am absolutely getting my ass kicked. Uh, it, update right here. Both microphones are, are currently working. So, Oh, thank God. I'll take it. Jesus. That's unreal. Yep. Um, and, and now I lost that. Excellent. You know, if you stop touching things when things are working, maybe they will stay working. Just an idea. Just a suggestion. I'm here to help. Any way I well, can. Thank you so much for that. I, I appreciate it. Uh, what I wanted to get to talking about was you run a league on DraftKings, a, a weekly league uh, between, yeah. between friends and the Rainmakers. What? This is the third week. What's your best finish out of out of eight to ten people have been in? Uh, in probably week? four. Fourth. Okay. So week one, I took second place. Uh huh. Zero money. Zero money. That's right. And then uh, yesterday, I'd like to thank. Well. There's one man out there that, that needs to be thanked for for all that he did. Thank uh, you. I know I've today. done a lot to teach you how to play. Well, we got to their offense. We're so ragged in Detroit. Rivers to the end zone. It is caught. Allen for the Chargers touchdown. Keenan Allen, my friend. Who I and also had in this game. Wow. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Wow. He just loaded up on points. Well. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, Clark. They have absolutely nobody uh, to throw to. Uh, Tyrell Williams is still a little banged up. He's not full speed. Um, Don't they have Mike Williams? 
Tyrell is yeah, uh, yeah. Is Mike, Oakland. Mike Williams, a little banged up. Whatever the Williams guy is, uh-huh. he, he's he's not all there. Um, all they could do is basically throw underneath or hand it off to Eckler. So both have a lot of value. And uh, Keenan Allen is has become a target monster. You know, I I think he's at twelve plus uh, targets a game. So uh, no brainer to play Keenan Allen this week. And uh, you got there yeah, with, without a brain. So, I mean, that it, you know, even if you had a brain, you definitely had him. Well, here's what I did. I came down. I looked for people that I wanted to play in stacks. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, did a, I did a Google search. Who are my week three stacks? I found Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott seemed to be a good stack to play this week. Genius. Was that a good call? Were yeah, you, I did mean, you have some on them? They, I, did. I did. I actually had Dak and uh, the other guy. Smith. Irv Smith. And then I went over to my little daily fantasy generator from Fantasy Pros, uh-huh. and I put in that I wanted to have two people on my team, Dak Prescott, and I wanted to have uh, Ezekiel Elliott on my team. I had it generate me a team for Oh, Jesus Christ. And that is how I came up with my team. And that is uh, so fucking pathetic. You know how much work I did to make my team? <laughs> you know how many hours? And I played him. And I used to not play that team when it when it generated a cash team. I used to not play that in the in the uh, tournament version because you have to play it a little bit different, right? Correct. You but, want a but, lot higher variance. But then my cash team started scoring so much higher that now I play them every time as well. So they won me six dollars in the uh, three dollar great the three dollar game this week. So I had a team go for I think one hundred and ninety eight points. Okay. Um, so I, I I had okay. Uh, I actually did decent on uh, tournament. And again, it was it was basically crushed by uh, Chris Carson of the Seattle Seahawks. Um, and usually, he did nothing. Virtually every week, the right stack to play is Russell Wilson to Tyler Lockett. This week, I decided, well, I'm not going to play uh, uh, Wilson. Uh, I will play some Lockett. I'll make sure to get my exposure on Lockett, but I'm not going to do the stack. And uh, that ultimately was a mistake. Yeah, I, I put I put one hundred and eighty dollars in the field, and I walked out with one hundred and eighty two fifty. I put roughly uh, twenty dollars in, and I walked out. No, I put I think it was eighteen dollars, and I walked out with forty three dollars out. Yeah, well, it came down to uh, see if you weren't touching things, things would still be working. I keep on moving, and it moves that a little bit. But we're back. We're live. My big uh, my big win this week was I did the massive double up. I did a $50 cash game double up, uh, which is the 50-50, which means you only have to be in the top 50% to win, half, to win double your money. So okay. you put 50 in, you win 100. Yeah. And uh, most, of the game, most of the day, because I bet a lot on those later games, because if you looked at game speed, you would know, you would identify, and this is why it's important to understand these things, that the, the second fastest team was playing like the third fastest team. And that was the Arizona Cardinals versus the Carolina Panthers. So that game was projected to to just keep moving and keep having offensive scoring. Uh, so so you had you had to play a lot of that game. And uh, I played a little Kirk. I played both Kirk and Fitzgerald, and I think uh, those are the teams that did not fare well uh, for me. Is what uh, is what it seemed like. Yeah. But uh, we should discuss who my award winning team was. The the entire team. Uh, winning your league, uh, which brought me, uh, made me a $31 profit in the league. So that buys me the first two weeks where I didn't win money. And I'm going to be playing on your money now for the next couple of weeks in that $5, well, in that $5 league, league money. And if five you want, if you want to join in, let us know your, your DraftKings handle. Am I right? You'd That's true. Yeah. We we more. Can, you could have a maximum of uh, 19 people before the uh, shrinking, okay. the automatic shrinking stops. So, the shrinkage. You got to have the shrinkage. So if you have twenty five guys and not twenty five guys show up, they they the game cancel cancel it still. Correct. Damn, they got to fix that too. What? Well, that's, what, what's the purpose there? Because like, let's say we had a lot of listeners, and we could set up a game. Which we have millions. 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 All right, Gene Okerlund. We we could set up a game for say twenty five people, knowing that there's going to be forty people who want to play. So the demand would be there. Right, right, right. So we, right. you wouldn't have to worry about it, Trash, because sure. it would oversell. Right. I understand that, and that, that's the way we were doing it before. But last year was the first time they, they started allowing shrinkage right. Shrinkage for the smaller has to happen. Yeah. I'm down with the shrinkage. If you have the smaller, you definitely need the shrinkage. So Dak Prescott, 
he uh he got me uh he got me the twenty three point five four points. Uh well well beyond what I needed from him. Uh Ezekiel Elliott was close, but he, he kind of underperformed at eighteen point nine. Miles Sanders pulled in thirteen point six was enough out of him. Nelson Aguilar, he's the guy. I mean, hell what, twenty five percent of our league drafted him. Uh right. sixty two and a half percent of our league did the Dak Ezekiel thing. So it was where it was my genius of picking up all of the other folks. And I lied. Actually, my team, uh, it was Nelson Aguilar, Larry Fitzgerald, and Christian Kirk all in there, along with Zach Ertz playing a tight end, Keenan Allen in the flex, and the Cowboys defense, which picked up 12 points there. So uh, a pretty good week right there. Um, in my league that we talked about earlier, licensed Khalil is killing me. Yeah. Just crushing me. I have no chance tonight. I'm going to be one and two after this week, which that's going to be difficult to come back from. Out of uh... – 20, out of 12. Out of 25,000 people, I placed 346 with 197.34 points. I had Watson go for 29. McCaffrey go for 30. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson, man, that uh, 2% ownership. If he would have just done something, I would have been uh, in some real money. He put up 11. Uh, Kirk, I had at 15. Fuller, another guy who was popping on the, uh, the uh, air chart. Uh-huh. He, he, he was uh, projected to possibly have a huge game. He put up 10, Curtis Samuel 16, but then had Gret Golson at 25, Keenan Allen at 46, and the Patriots at 11. So I had a dude to put up 46, 25, 30, 29. So that was a good game, 197 points. And if you break 200, you'll make some money. So You had both Allen and Evans on that year-long team in, in my league, hey? Yeah. Yeah, that's a hell of a week. Pretty good when two guys can spot you over 90 points. Like that, or, or damn near ninety points. That's pretty yeah. phenomenal. I mean, uh, well, I think my lowest my lowest uh, point player was fifteen, thirteen point six five out of Evan Ingram. Ugh, Evan Ingram, what a waste of space. Oh no, your kicker. Well, kickers don't count. No. Man, what's with it? what's with Atlanta? I was all excited coming into the season. They're playing thirteen games in domes this year. Right, thirteen games in domes. That's Phenomenal. That's what that looks great for that team. Matt Ryan has a 90 plus uh, QB rating when inside a dome that drops down to like uh, 70 when he's not. So major advantage for him to be in domes. Julio had a big week though. Julio is, didn't he? I don't think he had a huge week. No, I think he had an okay week. Okay. Uh, An average week, I guess you would say. Uh, Last week was the week he really went off. Uh, He is a guy who's so underrated in fantasy and in football, that it's a shame he's not on a better team. Yeah, no, I I couldn't agree with you more there. Um, what do you what do you think about the Chicago Bears? We can talk about that. And guys, if you'd like to join in again, uh, give us a call at seven six zero four five four eight eight three four, or leave a comment on Facebook Live. I'm uh, I'm I'm monitoring that somewhat. Um, yeah, I have it rolling as well, so. You know, I could see what's going on. It's not as convenient as like when we're in the attic and I have everything uh, set up and uh, convenient. This is really convenient for me, though, as you can tell. Uh, we're still getting settled in. Uh, you want to do the video sometime? Or I'm sorry, Al does, not Al Al, the, uh, the luchador over here. But you would like to do uh, a, sh- a show with us showing up in the sports attic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, di- I didn't think that you wanted that. I didn't think that it was a, a thing. It, well, it's, if we're going to do video, we have to be consistent. So, I mean, do you got a do you have a bozo clown lamp or? I mean, I have much better uh, background stuff, Clark. H- half of this stuff is from you, George Washington. The, from the you. great George Washington. I got George president. back here. I got a football. You don't hate football. I got Undertaker, Ric Flair, Diesel. I like this. I like a little WrestleMania three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we should turn that a little bit for the folks at home. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening live at the Sports Attic. Uh, he, he knows. My partner, Al Archer. Al Al knows him. My name is Clark Lawrence, and we do this show uh, every week. We're live, usually at 7 o'clock on Monday nights. Tonight we're going a little bit early because of the Chicago Bears versus the Washington Redskins tonight. So uh, join in. Give us a call if you'd like. Leave a comment here. We're going to be going up until about 6.30 talking about things. Uh, what time's kickoff? 7? 7? 7.15. Okay. So then we got we got to jump out of here and head straight down uh, Belmont. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Irving, Irving Park. Park. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna I head down Irving Park every day at the Piggery. We're gonna go next door to the Diner Grill. 
No good afterwards. Well, probably. Yeah. Last time we were in that neighborhood, you and I went to the diner. Yeah, and I'm not sharing a uh, Uber on the way back because uh, no. I can't trust you. I'm not sharing one with you either. I, I got somebody else to share with. I was so pissed that night. I know. You already discussed it on this show. Good. Well, maybe uh, we should. Uh, if Al was here, he would really recap it. But We're going to go over to the picture where uh, I think the bartender Dimitri up on the rooftop, which uh, he, he's got. There are, there are plenty of white claws there. Did you know his dad was in the Buckinghams? Yeah. The great group, the Buckinghams. Do you believe. No, and what was the song? Uh, it was the Buckingham. No, 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 no. They had some really good songs. Stop it. Buckingham. And now I'm not going to be able to pick the damn songs because you're doing that. Uh, the same old song, same old song with a different feeling since you've been gone. That was oh, them. Oh, I. Kind of a drag. Yeah, look at those horns, man. Kind of a drag. A drag. As a Hispanic male, I appreciate the uh, the horn section there. A Hispanic male? Hello. Um, yeah, no, I don't think that's how that works. Yeah. You know their song. Yeah. Everybody hey, baby, they're playing a song. Did you know they got a lot of airplay in Chicago because they were local? Of course. Beyondy. Now... Do you know the history of the name? Is it because of the fountain? Are they? I would assume like so. The fountain, which comes from uh, Kate Buckingham, Kathleen Buckingham, who donated that in memory of her brother Clarence. Oh, it has nothing to do with the England? No. No, no, no. Now, I have no idea if they were like part of like the family that named the palace. Like, Yeah. Well, I always, I always assumed it was a gift from England. Yeah, I certainly don't know my English. So Kate history. Buckingham uh, built that thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. they could have done a better job. She started – well, hold on a minute. Edward Bennett is the guy who designed it. He wrote The Plan to the City of Chicago uh-huh. with Daniel Burnham. Now, they do now refer to the, to the Chicago plan as the Burnham plan, so yeah. Bennett Great, might not uh, have had much to do with Burnham it. Burnham built a lot of uh, state parks. But he modeled Buckingham Fountain after the Latona Fountain. You Googlers Ooh. at home, Google that one. The Latona Fountain just outside of Paris, France, at wow. the Palace of Versailles. Wow. Not Versailles. Versailles, my friend. Yeah, very interesting. Um, we made ours almost three times bigger because well, we're Chicago, America. We America. got we got a freaking uh, what, what's the uh, bird statue by the Daily Center? The bird statue, yeah. the Picasso. The, we got a freaking Picasso. Uh, at, at the Daily Center. You see a bird? Yeah, it's an evil it's like bird. A horse. It's an evil bird. Oh, that's what. You, see, Picasso didn't tell you what it was, and people were pissed in nineteen. They hated when it. They unveiled that thing. However, the bottom of it is like a playground. Like there's a big. It's a big slide, and kids are allowed to play on it still wow, to this day. Did not know that. Yeah, absolutely. The great Chicago uh, columnist, whose name escapes me right now, uh, wrote a wonderful piece on it. Fred Mitchell. No, 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 Cass. no. Stop it. Who is the good Chicago? Mary Mitchell. Oh, Jesus. Um, Michael. No, no, Robert Feeder. You're done. Forget about it. Do you know that Rambo Last Blood is getting zero stars? Richard Roper, zero stars. Richard Roper. seen in my life. Has anyone else seen zero stars or is it just Roper? No, like I've seen half a star. Um, the the guy on WGN Morning News, half star, I think is what he gave it. Well, yeah. I saw, um, I believe it was uh, Riddle, Matt Riddle. From uh, NXT fame and uh, UFC, he said it was a great movie. <laughs> it was worth seeing. Fair. Then we so I, I mean, I'd rather the common people, Clark, the people who matter, uh, well, not not these elitists like Richard Roper who my, wrote a shitty column in the, in the '90s and somehow managed to uh, propel that into a television career. Well, and then after uh, Siskel died, he jumped in. Yeah, he yeah. jumped right he, into his place. Oh, he weaseled his ass. Which right you would never do. It's, if somebody, if I passed away, you don't think anybody would weasel into Larcher? Oh, you'd be again. replaced in a week. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Al Larcher would find a, a suitable replacement for you like that. Wow. <laughs> Al, I think it's totally awesome that uh, that you keep jumping back and forth from first to second person with this. What are you talking about? Nothing. Just just with the thought. Uh, Panero. Uh, it, it sounds like he's going to play tonight. I hope so. They, you know. Lineups for uh, the kicker position, which a lot of showdown. Six, I think I have no eighty percent. Eighty percent of the guys uh, of the captains who've won in that game have been wide receiver. 
Uh, kickers okay. and defenses are almost always on winning teams. So th- then construct your team from there. You know, if you have a receiver who's going to do well, maybe stack him with a quarterback and then uh, maybe run it back with the receiver on the other team. And that's how you construct a team. Okay. Okay. Um, sounds like he's going to play. Now, what I was going to ask you is that it, it sounds a lot like, uh, well, as you know, kickers, nobody goes 100% for a whole season. Right. But he hasn't missed yet. No. And, and he had a damn important one a week ago that we got to see. Eddie Money, man. Show. Two tickets to paradise. True. Uh, Eddie uh, Dinero. Panero, they were going with a little bit. Yeah. Um, he's and, Eddie uh, Money to me, man. And then you're right. He's got the two earrings now. Are we going to get a missed kick tonight? Now that the dust has settled, the, the confidence is there 100%. And sometimes when you're overconfident is when that happens. Well, I would hate to project a missed kick on my beloved Bears team. But uh, since Al's not here and I'm LL, I might as well. Uh, you know, kicking in my culture is very important. Uh the, the lucha culture. Well, oh, dude, lucha, well, lucha wrestlers are known for kicks? Well, we come, we, we, we come from Mexico, Clark, yeah. where uh, is soccer is our main sport, you see? Yeah. So kicking, yeah. uh, Eddie Pinero, a great soccer player as well. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the pick. Now, my idea is tonight might not be the worst time to do it, especially if, if, if they win this game as they should. Mike Herrenberg, uh let us know he's a Gator. Yeah, oh, he is. He is a Florida Gator. Absolutely, Eddie Panero is. Does that uh, what, raise your thoughts on him? Or yeah, I have no problem with the Gators. I, I love the Alligators. The only problem that I ever had with the Gators was uh, I, I hated the Final Four teams with Joe Kim Noah on it. I mean, and I hated that guy. Yeah. I thought he was such an asshole. It took me about two seasons of him being a Chicago Bull for me to just, like, completely change that. Good to know. Fell for that guy. Just, just, just so you know. Yeah, I thought he wore dopey suits, and I was never impressed. T- tonight might not be a bad night to do it. Now, I expect to see a little bit more David Montgomery involved tonight. Well, Montgomery went from I believe like twenty percent of the snaps to forty percent of the snaps last week. Great. He he's definitely taken over. I think he had eighteen carries somewhere in that range last week. <laughs> Man, that fan is just drying this throat out. So. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, you can leave it. You can leave it. I don't want you to touch anything. You walk into the room. Well, actually, Al walked into the room. I walked Al-, Al was here. Oh, that's right. He was here prepping before the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Where'd he go? Have you seen him? He's upstairs with your kids. He gave you his Mongo jersey. That's surprising. You son of a bitch. Um, yeah. Uh, as, as I was saying, I got you a fan. And now the fan's too much? Well, it's trying out the throw as I'm trying to make these points. Montgomery has, has increased every team? week. I'm a little concerned of what Cohen's usage is going to be tonight. Um, you know, when you're gambling, like like on the DraftKings showdown, it was like, well, where where do I suit? If the Bears are going to get three touchdowns tonight, where do they go? Oh, truly. It's impressive. Truly is. Where, where do they go? My guess is Montgomery gets one. Robinson gets one. And then the third one's up in the air. And it's either going to be two for uh, Robinson, two for Montgomery, or one for Cohen. This is where Trey Burton gets one. Well, that's the problem. I'm playing zero Trey Burton because the, the Bears' tight end situation is such a mess right now. They just cut, like, their fourth tight end. You, you don't know who, who's going to be out there. Right, yeah. You don't know if this this Burton's going to play. He's a very soft player, very soft. He's a little bit of the Derrick Rose yeah. uh, of I, tight ends. I heard a report earlier that uh, – a, a couple of guys were out there having a, a chat together. Uh, Tyler Bray, the third string quarterback for the Bears. Uh, Chase Daniel, Matt Nagy. Uh, they were talking to a guy named Alex Smith. A guy like Alex Smith, if he can come back from that leg injury, yeah. would you like him to be the backup quarterback to Mitchell in Mitchell's final year on the contract next year? Or is that just a waste of space at this point? Well, I thought we paid a lot of money for our backup we have currently. Chase, yeah. Chase is, Daniel. Is he around for a minute? Yeah, I mean, right. so we're stuck there. We're stuck with it. We have at least. Well, year. And he's a backup quarterback. You know, we, we hopefully, hopefully Mitch is going to show us something tonight. We don't have to have this conversation. He's the guy that can come in and and perform up to somewhat of a standard, if uh, if the other guys, if Mitchell goes down, right? Like right. That's what you want from. Him. Exactly, you want him to be a, a an average quarterback. Which, unfortunately, right now, Mitch Trubisky is a below-average quarterback. So, it would actually, much like the situation in Carolina, 
where Cam Newton obviously has something wrong with him, and he was playing with very bad accuracy. Yeah, yeah. Um, he uh-huh. statistically, when he can't run, he's not as good of a quarterback. Okay. Like he feeds off that adrenaline of being able to take off that I think keeps him mentally in the game as a quarterback. And without that, I think he, he was mentally checking out. And so you, the backup quarterback came in and uh, they won the game. They won the game. Cam, he does that. I, I was at a game two years ago. It was the Eddie Jackson game. We were there. Yeah. Uh, the, do you remember that game? No. No, you, you had a leg injury and there were a lot of foot foot problems. We propped you up. We brought you <laughs> Him basically because he was on so many pain things yeah. to try to help with his leg injury. But anyway, we made it there, and Cam got defeated. I mean, we saw him on his ass because we were in the end zone. Well, I we took saw a him on his ass a ton. Yeah, and yeah. like getting up, and once he goes down once, he's kind of just defeated, and that sucks. That's too bad. I, you know, uh, you you need to have more a different mentality as, as a quarterback. I believe. Yeah. Um, I don't know any Bears quarterbacks that have necessarily had that mentality. I mean, Jay Cutler took a lot of licks and kept getting back up, but right. but then he just kept on throwing fucking. The greatest out. quarterback in uh, Chicago Bears history since Sid Luckman. Yeah, and the Luckman curse. Isn't that unbelievable. Unreal. Hey, y'all! Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. You're leaving comments. You're joining in. Thank you so much for joining with us there. Uh, give us a call if you want to hear your voice on here. If you want to talk to us and jump in and change this conversation, we might have had six calls, but you've had the thing down the whole call time. Call us. So. All right, you have the thing down all the time. Yep. Right. What you throw over there? It's Come not on. my hat, is it? No, that was uh, that was my hat. Was that a bear? What's that? Was that? Uh, it was. Now the No, we made a bet, uh-huh. a prop bet that Eddie Panero would miss a kick tonight. Oh, did you? So where did you, where did you pop bet from? I don't know. I didn't, but I want to. Oh. Where do you do that? You can do that, right? Somebody told me DraftKings, uh, you can't do their prop bets in Illinois. I don't believe so because I heard on the radio that they, while they're going to be allowing betting at at sports books right. and things, there will not be any sports betting online yet. I don't understand why that. You're losing revenue there. They want to draw people into the casino so the state can make money to feed their pension and education. Sure, sure. It's all a scam. Life's a scam. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But, yeah, join in, 760-454-8834. Does that third third touchdown go to uh, a guy whose name hasn't been uh, called very much? As a matter of fact, he's been used only like 40% of the uh, snaps. And that's uh, Anthony Miller. Oh, Bavada, you can make those bets too. I, I play on Bavada a little bit. Anthony Miller, he needs a, he needs a score. He's been. Uh, I don't know if you, you knew this. They reduced. They've been reducing his usage quite a lot. Have they? Your number two receiver right now is Peter Gabriel, <laughs> who's in ninety five percent of the snaps. Peter Gabriel, yeah. Sledgehammer. What's this guy's name? Uh, Taylor. Yeah, Tyler Gabriel. Until he makes a big play, Gabriel. All right, he's Peter Gabriel. With it, with his, uh, with his sledgehammer. Yeah, Aaron checked in, said bravado, which I believe you just mentioned. Oh, that's the wrong one there. Hang on. There yeah, a little sledgehammer. I found a sledgehammer by Fifth Harmony. What? Well, you should be ashamed of yourself for that. Sorry, I'm not in practice of the KJ sort, like so, you tell. So. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have him in a lot of my showdown tonight uh, w- with that information because, you know, he, he's, he was lower priced. I think he was in the 4K range. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what the Bears do tonight and uh, who gets the points. Well, because I think this offense is coming to life. I really do believe that. You do? I do. I just said that. This is the team that they should come alive against because you know what they have next week. Next week, the Minnesota Vikings come yeah. down, and, and you got to be careful. Did you know there's a new man on the Minnesota Vikings? What is that? Huh? Is that a song? It, Clark, the truth hurts that you don't know that. Delvin Cook had a hell of a week of fantasy this week. He did. Delvin Cook has had a tremendous week every week, and as yeah. long as he stays healthy, hell Delvin yeah. Cook. You know, if you redrafted a year-long fantasy, Delvin Cook is a top five or six play. 
based on his usage right now. Wow. I have his backup in a lot of leagues, just in case, because uh, they got a young guy, uh, I think it's Madison, Madison, something like that. He, he's backing up uh, Cook, because Cook right now, I mean, he's Manatee. getting he gets 22-plus carries a game, and the secret to fantasy, uh, daily fantasy, is volume, and that guy's all about volume. Volume? Volume. Okay. Turn it up, Clark. Let it the Bears, if they want to keep up in the in the NFC North, they've got to they have to win. Like they absolutely have. Thank to win. you, John Madden. I appreciate that. In order for the correct, Clark, you speak like him. Do you know that only one team in the entire NFL has had more points scored uh, or has had less points scored against them than the Chicago Bears? Really? And that would be the New England Patriots? That is correct. 17 points against them. Uh, and Their that's defense the next good right game. now. Are they really? Well, they, they played a lot of softballs, but that's for sure. Sure, uh, sure. But they're strong when it comes to the to the numbers as of right now. But, I mean, the Packers, they're 3-0. and Um Lions, Vikings, Lions two and zero and one. Vikings are two and one, and the Bears are one and one. Oh, clock uh, about six eleven. Six eleven. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was six eleven. As do I. Uh, yeah, Aaron said that we uh, we should head over to uh, Bovada if we wanted to make those. Yeah, yeah I, I already made that. I've played a little bit on B- Bovada, right? Have you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, you been I, there. I'm just a DraftKings guy, man. I am. Uh, you know, I get I polish my crown. And I, I take to my throne like Baron Corbin in the King of the Ring. Okay. I've got uh, – here. Man, this feels weird. I feel like I'm sitting a lot taller than you. So there. Let me come down to your level a little bit. How's that? Orale! Welcome. Welcome to the show. Bendejo. Um. Yeah, I guess uh, there's a chance that, that we can go home uh, uh, upset tonight. If they lose this game, that kind of tells not going to happen. It kind of tells you who the Bears are. Well, as I said last week, this is going to define what the Bears are offensively. And if that definition is shit, then eventually the defense is going to erode just just from being out there so much. And um, oh, that's what I forgot. Good good thinking. I'll be I'll be leaning on that a little bit tonight from you. So. Um, yeah, this game is, is very important to see who the Bears are. And uh, really, after this week, I think you can project where they're going to finish in the division. Like well, that's, how, that, that's how definitive this game is. Obviously, then you move to the Vikings game, you have a division game. That's going to tell a lot, too. I mean, if they lose this game, then you can project them as dead last? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, go, I, I wouldn't say that. Who are the Detroit Lions right now? They're one of the football. <laughs> Is the problem with the, the Detroit Lions? I don't know. I, they truly believe in the but yet they don't give uh, Kay Johnson enough carries. They have a pretty good passing team, but again, their coaching is so stubborn. They just keep wanting running the ball. It's it, they're dopes. So if we don't finish above the Detroit Lions, then something is drastically wrong with the Bears team. Um, so, but I I, I think. Uh, pretty unequivocally that we will be finishing above the Lions. So we're better than the Lions. Are we better than the Vikings? I don't know yet. Are we better than the Packers? Find out next Sunday. I don't Sunday. know yet. Uh, I'll know tonight. They, they could be better than the Packers. Granted, the, the game week one against the Packers felt like the Bears lost 40-2. to two. It really did. Like It felt like nothing good happened for that team just because I had way more expectations. I mean, I was telling people the Bears – we're going to win that game by 20. Sure, Green Bay's defense improved a little bit, but how much really can they improve? And do you want to talk about how they uh, they were able to go in and score a lot of points early against the Vikings in week two, the Packers, that is? Yeah. And then this week they went in against former Bears defensive coordinator Vic Fangio that the Bears played against last week. Yeah. And uh, they were able to score points again. Yeah. So they were able to score points. However, Rodgers isn't breaking records. Right. No, he's a, he's a second-tier to third-tier quarterback right now. But he's playing against, well, at least the first two were pretty good defenses. I know the Bears yeah. are a damn good defense. The Vikings, sure, good defense. Sure. Denver Broncos, they probably have a good defense. They do. Which also fares well in talking about the Chicago Bears, because the Packers' defense has obviously improved. 
mm-hmm. uh, as you can see. Um, they played against them, and they played against the Denver Broncos. Timeout. Did you install the What's CD even? holder uh, rack up there, or was no, that there when no, you got it's, here? It's been there. Okay. Right. <laughs> there is a CD rack holder. There is. There's there's a a studio studio it, whoever was down here was very tall, by the way. I do have CDs somewhere. I'm going to fill it. You should put, what like, do, what do you want me to do with it? You should put some, like, put a uh, bobblehead in there. Yeah, or some action figures or something <laughs> yeah, like that. That'll be good. That should be behind us. Yeah. Oh. I'll use that as a you know, your rigging uh, mechanism. We've been here for one year, and I've set up the you know man cave is a term that's used way too much. So, uh, but but man studio, this studio. Is the studio in the studio, and I finally got the studio set up about a week ago. How about the government, their propaganda to to stop the vape um, industry? Well, I would love it if children weren't touching that. Well, I would love like it under eighteen. I would love it if children weren't touching cigarettes. I'd love it if children weren't touching yeah. guns. I'd, I'd love it if, if if children stayed away from pornography. I'd love it if, if we lived in the purest of purest of botanical societies, but that's not a reality. And and to take away something because it's flavored, because kids might like the flavoring, is stupid. You know. Get your flavor in other things, though. Yeah. You use it, and like four people have died from vaping, and all Man. of a sudden, it's a cigarettes right now. Can I ban cigarettes? Cigarettes no. could never be banned. I don't want anything the banned. Is too big. Otherwise, they would have banned it years ago. Stop banning things. Okay, nothing's banned. I don't want anything banned. Do you like any bands? What? Who's your favorite band? Uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. CCR. Look, out, out, looking out my back door. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of who? I can't agree with you a hundred percent. There, I, I, I get the sentiment. It's Listen, only four they should, people. they should ban white clubs. They should ban true. Dying, uh, like they aren't getting Who's dying? diseases tomorrow uh, from who, drinking. Yeah, that, list, most of those ki- people who have the disease are in their uh, they're, they're twenty plus. They're not kids. This isn't a kid epidemic. Where do you think the Chicago Bears are going to end up this season? I, I don't know. I don't know until tonight's game. Like I said. Okay. I, I don't want to project without the proper data, and I don't believe we have the proper data to know what this offense is. But now we're going against a softer defense than we have, one that opens up appropriately to the pass. Um, so I want to see who and what this team is. I mean, from a, from a fantasy perspective, which you can often uh, correlate to a real NFL perspective, not always. Like, sure, for example – um, was it Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills? Yep. Not a great quarterback. Okay. But he's a fantastic fantasy quarterback. Well, because he's always playing from behind, right? Well, so he's passing the ball a lot. He's, he's... He has bravado, Clark. He oh. plays with balls. Okay. He's, he's willing to take chances. A lot like Brett Favre. Wow. You know, if you look at statistically Brett Favre, he wasn't a great statistical quarterback. Jay Cutler was always willing to take chances. Yeah, he just he would take bad chances. Yeah. Well, if it works out in your favor perfect it's fine it's great if it doesn't work out in your favor well then it may maybe we have a little bit more to talk about guys we do have time to grab a phone call from you if you'd like to give us a call at 760-454-8834 760-454-8834 we're gonna try to not um not kill uh children while we're on the show tonight um but also like i get you like i think that they're jumping too ahead of things on banning it now like Maybe maybe it's all right to to put a hold on it for right now. I don't now. mind the commercials that scare the kids. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, scare the hell yeah. out of them. Yeah, exactly. You know, because of the brains and the drugs and the uh, the, the the eggs, I didn't eat eggs for a year. Really? Yeah, I didn't want to eat brains. Wow. I wish that I would have been smarter. Um, I wish you were smarter too. What you? But you did the drugs, the egg thing. You didn't. Remember they crack two eggs. I they know. go, "This is your brain. This, this is your brain, brain on, on drugs." drugs? Yeah. 
Yeah. We know. Well, I didn't want to eat anyone's brain, so I stopped eating eggs. Is that commercial the reason why um, the the whole uh, push, uh, just say no, didn't work? Is that is that the reason behind that? It was Nancy Reagan's saggy breasts. Oh, Jesus, Larger. Yeah, that's what killed that You're, campaign. So do you just get to say whatever you want tonight because you're wearing a mask? Yes. Is that how it goes? Yes. Okay. I, I could still be on Saturday Night Live because this isn't me. We could get canceled. Wait, we can't get canceled. No, you can't. You can get, you can get cancer, but you can't get canceled everybody, from a podcast. Everybody thing. gets canceled, though. We don't have enough people who give a damn to cancel us. No. That's where, that's um, where I would be on that. Oh, oh! You know what I wanted to talk about real quick? It's it's not football related. It's Please, yeah. Not life related. It's actually wrestling related. Oh, I'd love to talk a little bit of wrestling as as we do. So, Minoru Suzuki, you know the the mean guy I'm always talking about, the crazy Asian guy, New Japan wrestling, who is one of the fa- godfathers of MMA. He's a legit tough guy. Okay. And his gimmick is he's just the world's nastiest man. He doesn't like people. Is he? And he's not a hell of an athlete. He's a hell of a showman. No, no, no. He's, he is an he's, athlete. He's, he's a, a hell of an athlete. He's a fighter. That's, that's he's a world class fighter. So that's but great. He's he's like fifty two now. So he, yeah. he's aged. Well, you have this guy, the great Jushin Thunder Liger, who you probably remember from WCW back in the nineties. Of course, and I've seen a little bit of him, but I unmatched. He 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 was one of the great Japanese wrestlers who came to America and actually helped bring the lucha style. Um, yep. With him, and one of the great lightweights, well, he's in his 50s, and he's decided to retire. So he's been going on this retirement tour where they put him in big matches in big cities, and everyone claps afterwards because it's probably the last time you're going to see Jushin wow. Thunder Liger. You know, that happens once in a while in, in yes. legit American sports. In WWE. Well, no, like in, in American sports. like Right. The guy they know it's their last year when he goes somewhere. they Like they the Cubs the whole... general manager may have coached his last game in Wrigley Field. A lot like that. The manager. Yes. Not the general manager. The general manager. Is general what did manager. I say? The ma- the manager. Joe Manton. Yeah. yeah. The, I know what the, I'm talking the about. The non-general manager. The dude who was before. Yeah. So, the perfect Italian. So, Suzuki off for some reason. And he, he's slapping around and messing with uh, Jushin Liger. Yeah. So, the other night, they're in a mask, and Suzuki... Takes the mask, rips it off, and just holds it like he's holding a head. And he laughs, and all the young boys up Liger, hiding his face. Wow! You know he's this legend, so you yeah, don't you don't expose your face as a lucha. So they're covering him. They have towels over his head. Well, Suzuki's dancing around with the head. He's holding it like he just killed somebody. His Great. Mask. Okay. So a couple days. Are you la- trying to give me ideas for tonight? Yes. So a couple okay. days later, they're in the tag team match together. And or they're in a match where they're going to face each other in a tag match. Well, Minoru Suzuki starts walking to the ring. All of a sudden, from behind, Jushin Thunder Liger comes and just tackles him, starts beating him down. Holy cow. Well, Suzuki Goon, his, his gang of soldiers, they come running in. They start uh-huh. beating on Liger. Yeah. They, the whole, there's a whole. So finally, Suzuki gets Liger back in the ring, and he's got tables. He's got, he's, he hits him over the head with a chair. Uh huh. Knocks him out. Grabs him. Starts putting him in a chokehold. In the sleeper, which he legitimately does, and actually knocks, puts people to sleep. Does he in the in yeah in the Tokyo Dome? He clearly, when I was there, he clearly put the guy out. And the guy was supposed to win the match, so they had to stall to get him back up because it was a haircut match. Wow, that's that's a hell of a thing to deal with for a promotion. Like he's out there just working for himself, huh? That's crazy. Quickly, let me ask answer the fan. I think. uh, SmackDown moving to Fox is a great thing uh, for wrestling, and uh, I can't wait to see what they do. And the Brock Lesnar versus Kofi match is going to be awesome. So October 4th. So Liger is passing out, and Minoru Suzuki is going to take his mask again, right? All of a sudden, out of nowhere, mule kick. Liger kicks Suzuki in the balls. The, The Japanese crowd goes crazy. Wow. Liger gets up. And he stands there, and he just starts ripping at his mask. And he takes his mask off, and underneath is this, like, the Joker paint on. He's this scary-ass demon. He takes his, because uh, he always wears, like, a bodysuit. He takes his bodysuit, and he rips it like Hulk Hogan. I saw the, I saw the photo. If, if you Google Justin Thunder Liger right now, 
that picture would come up. Yeah. Like, I saw the picture of it. So he, he goes crazy. But th- I don't know if you saw this part. No. He throws Suzuki into a table in the corner, right? He ah, goes out of the ring, good. and he grabs one of the spikes, yeah. like a railroad spike yeah. they use to tighten the, uh, the uh, ropes. He grabs it, and he comes up, and he rushes at uh, – now, mind you, he spit black – Poison in the face of Suzuki. Poison. And he spit black poison in the face of the referee. Did the announcers describe it as poison to you? Well, what else? He's not not spitting out candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he does all the stuff. He takes the spike and he's, you know, uh, he's now, he he doesn't, there's, his friends are trying to help him and he's, he doesn't care. He's now full on demon. He's evil. It's evil Liger. Who needs... But he, he's justified in being evil because Suzuki's such a bully. Right. He takes a spike. He charges at Suzuki's head, goes in the corner. Suzuki ducks just inside, and the spike goes right through the table. Wow. So he grabs the table, and, he, and Suzuki rolls out of the ring. He takes the table, throws it at Suzuki, and he lets him know he's going to kill him. Wow. So the Tokyo Dome, January 4th. Jushin Thunder Liger, his last match in wrestling. I hope this is where they're building to. Versus Minoru Suzuki. Two nights. Damn. Two night WrestleMania, basically. They're doing it for two. They have two shows. That's this is program. definitely going to be one of the main events. That's how you treat a retiring legend. Oh, yeah. This year they decided to go two nights for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun, Al. That's a good build. I'm excited to see that. We got just uh, a few minutes left. I will watch Wrestle Kingdom or at least that part this year then. Uh, but the whole wrestling industry is really just it's popping, baby. popping right now. Even uh, Impact Wrestling, which was TNA, which a lot of people knew existed, but nobody really watched. Uh, they just got moved up to Access TV, which who Can knows? Can I have this that... trailer or something? Yeah. No, that's what it's there for. And then uh, I, uh, that's that's cool. And then, uh, of course, uh, TNT is getting its first show, a, a, pro- a product that you and I have gone and seen yeah. now a few times, which – we saw an unmasking, which is the only unmasking I think I've seen in AEW yet. Mm. I believe we got to see the only I, one. We saw the world title get crowned for the first time, Chris Jericho. Yeah. That he found a little bit of bubbly. And they're going to be broadcasting the first week of, uh, of October, like on a Tuesday night. Right. Um, NXT. NXT just moved over to the USA Network. You're going to see a really good WWE product that used Walter. to be Walter. Known as developmental, developmental. Oh yeah, you got one of your wishes, right? Walter, Walter and showed his up? gang uh, showed up. Imperium. That's, that's great news. Yeah. Were you excited to see it? I am. Yeah, because it looks like you're going to have uh, the undisputed era maybe face Imperium as wrestling gets a little bit uh, more mainstream here. You're going to have a lot more trouble with spoilers, especially that first match on Friday Night SmackDown, sure. because it's going to be hard for you to not find out who wins yeah. that match. You're not going to be able to watch that without. Knowing well, maybe the outcome. Maybe I think somebody will come in. Don't wear a wrestling shirt that night. Yeah. Some people might know that you're a wrestling fan and might spoil it, but other people might not. Unlike you, because you're from Kirkland, Illinois, home of the spoilers. Yeah, spoiler no, one and spoiler Kirkland, two. Andrew. All right. Come um, most people when they come up Andrew, to me, we're going to his thing. This is his farewell. He's moving. Most people when they come up to me, they go, "Hey, did you guy. see SmackDown tonight?" And I'll go, "No." And then they don't give me spoilers. Okay. So right. I know in your culture, from your little small town, spoilers are a thing. What People you- walk up to each other. Hey, did you think? When Maddie shot Mr. Burns? But when I grew up, we had to watch things live. Or else we're recording it at the VCR. Uh, oh, our, our 90 seconds. Linda just said 90 seconds left in the show tonight. Time to wrap it up, Clark. Make your point. Let's get out of here. Well, my point is, wrestling's really coming to a great place. Yes. And I'm very excited about it. Uh, it it's more accessible than it's been in a long time. Absolutely. Maybe ever. Probably ever. Because right now I'm able to watch New Japan stuff weekly if I want to. Next week on Fox, you should hear commentators talking about Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston. Okay. They should be plugging the product. Oh, they will be. I yeah. mean, they were plugging it on a Cubs game the other day. Braun Strowman was there. Yeah. At the Cubs game because Fox was broadcasting that night. It was fantastic. I forget, I almost forgot that his dad. Braun Strowman's dad was softball. a phenomenal slow pitch softball player. Like one, they won tournaments and like he hit. A, he, I think he's hit the most home runs in the history of slow pitch softball he or has. something like that. Or, yeah, he's the guy who made like all the VHF S tapes on how to hit home runs in softball. Yes, he that is. was like him. People watched those movies. It was like, like the little tour. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus. All right. Well, I have nothing left to say, Clark. 
Um, I, I don't have too much else other than we'll do this again in about a week. Bears 27. The other team, the Redskins 10. All right. My, my new prediction is uh, 23 to 7 Bears. Is that all right with you? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, well have a good night, guys. Thanks for listening. How'd you get the echo? Uh, did you? How did you? How did Sports Attic. We'll be back next week. Bear down. Have a good night. Now I got to go turn that off, too. Go, go do your walk of shame. <laughs>